hamster with a blunt penknife would do it quicker. Hello and welcome back to A Hamster with a Blunt Penknife, a Doctor Who commentary podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Joe. And we are watching The Android Invasion. Yes, we are. We are. Episode well, two. Yeah, so if you haven't done episode one, go back and do that first. I've switched up the naked juice for some gin and tonic. <laughs> what you got? I've got a lager. Hell's la- Hell's? <laughs> yes. Sounds very dramatic, I must say. Um, now, look here. I believe this is where Roy Skelton joins the action. Well, last episode, we left with a crawl poking his head through a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Having a little look through. You ever poked your head through a hole? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. <sighs> I think you probably have. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, yeah, he does. No, one of my biggest... One of my biggest concerns about this is uh, <laughs> that Roy Skelton sounds a bit like Jippy. Well, that's what it he makes just no sense. Like. Stick Ron. <laughs> well, he wouldn't have done. He wouldn't have done Zippy before this, would he? No, this is too early. Uh, no, I mean it's better. He sounds like Zippy than George. Could you imagine that? He does Dalek voices later on, doesn't he? In Remembrance, they sound like Zippy as well. Shuttle Force has entered heavy resistance. <laughs> <laughs> it's a career. Isn't it's it been, been a crawl and a, a zippy and a Dalek? If he'd made I'm sure he's sound, done other stuff. If he made them sound like George, it would be like, a, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it makes no sense, Digron, does it? Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Now with the entire cast of Rainbow has joined this commentary. So last time we had a whole Terry Nation part one with all of the Doctor and Sarah investigating the mysteries of this village. And these uh, amazing it was villagers, weren't we? So, is it one of the best episode ones? I think uh, it probably well, you can't is, ask me because I love all of these part ones as, the a, as a piece was. of sort of unpretentious, adventurous mystery and suspense. I but think, I think it that's probably what it is. is. And compared to the rest of this season, it's just a bit lighter, isn't it? In a way. Well, there's a lot of dark stuff happening this year. Men turning yeah. into plants. Yeah, what have you got? Sarah yeah, brain being blinded. Yeah, and it's all, even the look and the feel, it's all, everything else around it is a bit darker. And Sister this... Lamont braining that man with a rock. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, this just has a, a, a different feel to it. So do you think it's quite refreshing that it's here then? Well, it's nice that it is in the middle, because if it was so dark, but isn't that the complaint why this isn't so popular? Well, because it is different. Because it's, that, it's, not, it's not as gothic as everything else in this. But everyone seems to love the whole gothic stuff. But, you know, exactly. You need a bit of variety. Yeah, that's why I think this is great. I don't know. I think all the other stuff is fun. But, like, see, Pyramids of Mars Mm. is set in a lot of leafy sort of woods as well. But the tone is so Yeah, that's the thing. The tone is different. different. It feels darker. I don't know what. Yeah, there's something about that, isn't it? Yeah, do you remember what Bungle Bond sounded like? Who? Bungle. Um, I can't really remember. Sorry, I think he just, just... I just wanted to do the whole set. I know you do. I can't remember what Bungle sounded like. I think like. he just talks normally, doesn't he? <laughs> no, he sort of goes, Oh, Sippy, I was just building my blocks and you've knocked them all over. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Anyway, let's Look, go into part you two, You were everyone. talking about Mr Wobble and all that in the last one. <laughs> Mrs Wobble the waitress. How many kids That's TV shows we can get in here, you oh, know. Okay, right. Well, we're going to do part two, everyone. So I'm going to count you down if you're watching along. But you're probably again. not. Three, bears two, one. Bears here and there and play. everywhere. Do you remember gummy bears? Yes, I do. They bounced yeah. about all over the place. Anyway, here we go. Android Invasion Part 2. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Best title sequence ever? 
Uh, one of the best, yeah. Do you feel like... Do you know what annoys me about it, though? Oh, oh, I'm going to sound like a right fan, though. The um, the light on top of the TARDIS just really annoys me because it's a bit too big and round. You're such a geek, <laughs> I swear it is, it just... I don't know why it just annoys me. I always feel like me. that opening shot just looks like it's going up someone's gastric track. Oh, it does a little bit, yeah. yeah. But a sort of marbly one. I've never looked up someone's <laughs> gastric track. Oh, are you sure? But I imagine that's what it looks like. <laughs> this is a fairly long reprise, isn't it? Sarah Does that Jane. always mean? Well, is that always again a, a script of a, a yeah. Terry N? He hasn't really, he hasn't done a final polish, has he? Well, Terry D would always say, well, "The great thing about Doctor Who oh, is, Terry, yeah. who do you think I was talking about? I don't know. I was trying to remember. <laughs> it's who another Terry D Dick." Was. Terrence yeah. Dix, uh, the great thing about Doctor Who is, is if you are overrunning, then you have a short wee pause, and if you are underrunning, you have a long one. Yeah, at least I've got that. Honestly. Right, uh, here we so go. Look at the Sarah's oh, shoes. They're lovely 70s shoes, aren't they? Aren't they? <gasps> I like oh. that. I wonder if you can still get them. Do you know what I think Sarah Chu would look great in that outfit? Yeah, I mean, all this stuff's coming back. She loves some Sarah's outfits. Does she yeah. like that Andy Pandy one? She likes all of them, yeah. That's oh, the most Here we go. Here we are. So we've got the crowd poking his head through the hole again, looking the best he ever has. He's, I don't know. He's just got that and that eye. Yeah. Just really. It's like a lot of men. It you know. promises a lot. A lot of men. It promises a lot when you see the <laughs> eyes, and then you go down, and it all gets more disappointing. Oh, I'm not looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what's really funny? Is this double gag in a minute? Every time they come running after Doctor and Sarah, they're down behind uh, the reception desk. Yes, I love that. I know what they're doing love under that. there. And here we have it. This is just the Zycon's thing sprayed silver, isn't it? The, yeah. the circular thing. Yeah, it looks a lot cheaper. It is. Look yeah. at his shoes. And they are doing Stick this thing. Stick on that special space shoes. Look. Yeah, they're trying to not, again not give us the crawls all at once. There's a reason for that. Hmm. But so, but I'm surprised Barry Letts didn't. I suppose you couldn't really into. I suppose the way that the show is made at this time, yeah, they're like, here's the design of the crows, and everyone's like, brilliant, yeah. great, Sign and then off. you yep. don't see it until the day of the studio yeah. or just before, and then yeah, it's a bit yeah. too late to say. And Philip Hinchcliffe oh. was sensible enough to often say, "Can we afford to do this?" So, I've, I, and you know what? Some of the mask work during Barry Letts' time, the Santarans, yeah, exactly. the Draconians. If you can do links, why yeah. can't you do... Well, like I said, it's a question you're going to ask time and again. If they can do it, then why can't they do it? I do it? say that a lot in Two or Two, is my complaint about well, it's the production true, though. Stuff. It's true. But yeah, that's what I'd say. But then, is it the budget fluctuating? Oh, no, wait. They're not behind the reception desk. First oh, time, they're, they're inside thing. the cupboard together. And here... And now in part two, we get a bit more explanation about what's good. So we've had that all that mystery in part one, and now the Doctor and Sarah can hide in this cupboard and explain to the audience about the history of Guy Crayford, yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, this and what's going on. This is how you do... You listen to me, Fraser Gregory. This is how you do exposition, all right? They're on the chase, they're hiding away, mm. and they're going to quickly fill us in on all the gaps. Yeah. They're not going to stop the action. Oh, no. No. Because no. they're still being pursued. I like it when she goes... Guy Crayford is dead, Doctor. Yeah. Sorry. That's brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> and, and we're going back to Sarah's journalistic knowledge as well. Coming well, back I to her. don't really... She's writing a report in Terror of the Zygons. She does quite a lot, actually. My, with my watch through, I have realised that she's referred and to quite Robot a lot. as well. Yeah. It's really when she's off Earth. That's when it's yeah. not important. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's still asking a lot of questions. Yeah, I know, but she's not like... It's the only way to learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, she could write some fabulous stories, you know. Mm. My trip to Scarrow amidst the dead bodies. Oh, yeah, exactly. 
I want to talk about Milton Johns' performance only because, right, he's an incredible patsy, right? He's uh, this astronaut fellow who's been duped by the Kraals and it, none of it is particularly convincing, but he convinces you because of his performance. It, he's such a likeable fella. I think you actually believe in the character because of his acting. Do you believe he's an astronaut? Why not? <laughs> Astronauts can't. They took. Yeah, they sent a dog into space. <laughs> okay. If they can send a dog into space, they, they can, can send Guy Crayford. Oh, oh here he is. What a surprise! Because they didn't have to do this. Is this Barry Letch? Do you think? I don't know. But can we do a bit of this commentary in the style of John Levine? Oh, now, please, no, here. no. So I'm sorry. Did you hear the story about John Levine in this? No. Where Elizabeth Sladen tells it in autobiography. So apparently, um, it's the bit where he has to shoot the doctor in episode four. And he goes, um, she goes, yeah, so he he was told he had to improvise by Barry. Let's just make something up, you know, your reaction to it. And he's like, oh, God, no. And he apparently got into a terrible sweat. And he's like, I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I can't improvise. That's what real actors oh, do. I... And he shot him, yeah? yeah? And then they were all laughing their heads off because he's going, oh, my God, I shot the doctor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sounds like a TV movie. Like Daffy Daffy Ashbrook. Everybody sounds like Daffy Ashbrook. <laughs> but you know, improvising is difficult, though. That's the worst thing when I did like... Did I ever tell you where I went to the improvisational comedy class in oh Brighton? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was the worst. I hated it. I, for somebody who appears very confident... It's, it's a completely different skill. When you're put on the spot like that... It is. Yeah, horrible. I mean, do you feel sorry for John Levine doing that? Yeah. Oh, and I'm not funny either, so that was a double, <laughs> double whammy. Uh, but I had to think, when I did like A-level drama and stuff, they always used to do it's all those exercises where everyone stand in a circle and then someone gets in the middle and has to like start pretending or miming or doing something and then you're supposed to be like freeze and then you swap with the other person oh, take over and carry on oh, doing yeah. something else Awful. and my backup was just if you couldn't think of anything mm. you have no idea what to do and you just got your face with it just run in the middle and just shout bin liner and then <laughs> I always had that word, but, and then just go from there. If you don't know what else to do, just shout. Just shout. Yeah, I always Fire just shout bin liner, and you'll be all right. That was my, my way of getting around because because if you overthink it, it's so difficult to do. It. And oh, I did I, I think, did a bit of acting at uni as well. It was just the worst. My drama teacher was a bit kinder than that, so he would come in. Uh, Mr. Woodward, his name was. He was gay. He wore the tightest jeans you've ever seen in your life. Anyway. I think you got caught, you know, people on the kids anyway, in the toilets. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Just sorry, Mr. Robert. I didn't say your first name. Anyway, um, he used to come in, right, and, and he would just point at two people around me, go, you and you, your spurned ex-lovers who have met for the first time in the nightclub and you've just seen her getting off with someone else. Go! Yeah. And he'd do it like that. It was great. Honestly, oh. I got a chance to be super dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't like that. And then we did sort of like... Realist, we're looking at realistic Ooh. acting. It's just like, right, you've got five minutes, everyone. Just, it's called breakfast. Go. And we were just sitting there pretending to have breakfast as normal as possible. There was no drama, there was nothing. And I, but I think that's what the point so was. Fucking tedious to me. Yeah, I know. Did I just tell you like, about read, my, GCSE, uh, my GCSE play? I was the lead, right? Oh, of I course. I can't be, so I did pretty well. <laughs> but it was called Gosforth Fate, right? It was a uh, farce. And there was a sequence where my friend Hazel had to be electrocuted by the microphone and then jump off. Like, she literally flew off the stage and I was supposed to catch her mm. and I mistimed it and she fell off the stage oh, <laughs> no. on her back. Oh, God. oh here we go. Right, anyway, back to Android, back Android, Android Invasion. Invasion. Lovely. Again, this is all on 
private property, that's this right. area, so we couldn't go here when we Shoving Sarah up a tree, and that's not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I did exactly that. that. I climbed a tree. We did try and re- recreate this. Yeah. Mark laughed his head it off. It always at me. really annoys me, though, in this story, because Sarah literally gets down straight away. And if she just stayed up there a bit longer for the dogs and stuff I to go know. past. Oh, you see the Trust dogs. Tom Baker to jump in that river. To do this I'm sure in the book of lists, there was a list of. All the animals that have appeared in Doctor Who. Cover like, everything It'd be great else, to they? see, wouldn't it? How many times has yeah. someone sneezed? I might edit all the animals that have appeared in Doctor Who together. Actually, just, just like a I do take thing. the piss, but I've poured through that book of lists, you know. It's great, the book of lists, yeah. yeah. It's perfect for the geek. Yeah. He's shedding his clothes like you wouldn't believe. I wouldn't dive into this pond, though. I mean, I can't believe Tom Baker. You dive into anything else. I'll tell you what. Oh, oh sorry. horrible. The, that must be so bad. Like, a, like, I'd rather jump in the sea than jump in a pond like this because that's all going to be full of, like, weed. Oh, my God. And well, look, if, look, if he there's... spits the water out. Look, he's like, yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's horrible. No wonder he got ill. Oh, making all sick, that would. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the dogs, right? Because usually when they put dogs in Doctor Who, they're supposed to be scary. Like that dog in Mark of the Rani, it looks really mm. tame. For once, they actually look like they're quite scary. They so in the in the universe of the Android Invasion, are these robot dogs then? Yeah. They've done very well. I mean, the crawls, fair oh, play to them. Like, they all look very real. The, the, they the don't look like K9 or anything, oh, do no, they? I'll Imagine. tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think one thing I was most disappointed about when we went to Didcot was none of it was on film. It was all on video. When we went to Didcot? Yeah. What do you mean? When we filmed it? <laughs> I'm trying to make a joke, but it straight Jesus Christ, it's how it works sometimes. Um, no, it was very sharp because obviously that's how we see. Yeah. But on the screen, it's nice and soft and fuzzy. I think film work looks very expensive I, and I lush. think it looks better. Yeah, when they go to but I don't video, know, actually, again, like doing like something like the season twenty six, like Battlefield or Curse of Fenric, when it goes to video, and we've been watching Bugs lately, which is on video all... and looks very stylish. Yeah. Yeah, look, that village looks vast. They've done a but yeah, a, it's sort of panoramic shot. They have. They've done something to make it look much wider. That road. Mm. They're not. This is great. This is a uh, what? Those Sarah Jane being manacles. Oh no, well, Sarah Jane gets copied first, Kinky doesn't she? Honestly, what's what's great? Oh, the and bit where the she phones up in the phone in and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... Can I just? We need to be quiet in a second because I want to hear Dick's sound effects. Okay, Dick. Right. Dick's doing his thing on oh, Sarah. Man. <laughs> There's plenty of dicks in Doctor Who, I'll tell you what. Errato, for one. Sorry, I'll get stop. I'll stop. Do you know what? She does this brilliantly. Oh, Elizabeth Sladen acting is just... No, no, yeah. but Elizabeth Sladen, like, oh, impact. Harry! Harry! Oh, and he's sinister as well. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I think They, did, the, they didn't um... need to bring back Harry, I suppose. Well, who was saying... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just we'll turn the sound effects. That's great, isn't it? With the flashing lights and everything, it's very disorient. Oh, that's a simple effect. Oh my word! Ooh, and then we see a crop. It's a POV shot of Stigrom. Do you think they needed to bring back Harry Benton, or is it just a nice nod? I it's it's not. I wonder how why it was decided. Bringing it back was good. I don't think this should have been his last story. It is a shame, isn't it? It would have been nice if there was a few more. Like, they could have had them in Seeds of Doom, Or maybe. make him instrumental in episode four. He just stands around in episode it, it four. It is a bit of a waste, Doing yeah. nothing while the receptionist flirts with mm. uh, the technician. Mm. Do you remember? Yeah. We built up that whole relationship we'll, we'll, between that we'll pair. We'll do that, won't we? Yeah. I love... Oh yeah, this pub is brilliant. I do love a local pub. 
Well, I mean, it design. wasn't quite like that inside, though, was it? It was bigger. Oh, it's much. Oh, well, obviously, the real one is completely different, but um, we do recommend. It's called the Fleur de Lis in real life, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's very nice. Oh, it's such a fun It'd be day, nice to go that. back to. You do have to get. I mean, we don't drive, so you do no. have to get like a taxi, We're from, a taxi yeah. from somewhere because it really is the, this village in the middle of nowhere. And I'll tell you what, after, uh, honestly, what was that hotel called? I can't remember. Well, anyway, it was near the train station. It was the best buffet Didcot. breakfast ever. Oh, yes. But we can't tell you where it was, so... <laughs> it was really near Didcot train station. That's the nearest train station. There's probably a lot of hotels near there. Anyway, it was amazing. I've tried a lot of buffet breakfast. That was the best. <laughs> Here we go. Tom oh. Baker playing dark. So uh, we haven't pointed out the many similarities between this and Terror of the Zygons. Yeah. Okay. So it's fake people... It's pubs with bugs. Pubs with bugs, yeah. Um, well, the actual terror, the Zygon spaceship design, crawl spaceships, like it's the same with the window, yeah. and they're looking through, watching what's going on. What's like the see? other time in Doctor Who where there's been two Evil stories? Harry. <laughs> there's been two stories in the same season with exactly the same sort of story like this. In the same season, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Remembrance of Silver Nemesis. Oh, yes. Literally of course. ends exactly John, the same way. Uh, Doctor Who magazine did an article. Of the similarities. Of the similarities, like a one-page thing in one of the 90s mm. ones. It, they, they compared Earth Shock and Resurrection, I think. It was kin- oh, I'm sure there was Kindred No offence to any um, been iteration exactly of Doctor of- Who magazine that have come since, but those 90s issues are the oh, they are. best. They're the nuts. Yeah. That's because that's when I was reading them. Me that's too, why. yeah. When the I mean, new series came on, I thought it got... It went downhill. It all became glossy well, and about set visits and things. And yeah. I wanted to know more about classic But Who. just before the, the new series came back, Doctor Who magazine was struggling a little bit. It was so thin and they yeah. really didn't have much to talk about. <laughs> the only way they got attention like, was by putting a vervoid on the front or something like oh that. God, People were complaining yeah. about vaginas on the front and things. <laughs> Very... T- I mean, look at this. Here we are. We're design. really just seeing a, a discussion of the crawls here, and it's the mouth, isn't it? That's really. No, it's all help. of it. But it's, yeah, but if the mouth was lumpy, a little bit different and more lynx-like mouth, you know, a wet mouth with some lips, always helps, doesn't it? <laughs> I think it looks a bit like a turd. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Sorry, I knew you were going to say that. It does. Oh. What's he examining? Oh, he's examining a cigar. Does he know at this point it's not the real world? I think the Doctor knows by this point. I think the Doctor's figuring out he knows. Oh, he says plastic horse brush. So we're still getting mysteries at this point. Yeah. But there's no serious There's no indication at all, That this isn't the Earth, apart from all all this weird stuff happening. Mm. Um, There's a DS9 episode, you know, sorry to go off on a bit of a tangent, Mm. called Whispers, which is entirely done from the point of view of O'Brien, right? And all the way through, everyone's acting very strange on the station and working against him. You're like, what's going on? Everyone's been brainwashed. And the twist at the end of the episode is O'Brien is a duplicate all along. And so it's exactly the same thing. Until you're privy to the twist, suddenly everything makes sense. I like TV like this. Oh, look, the calendar. July the 6th, everyone, put it in your calendar. That's Android Invasion Day. From now on. May July the 6th be with you. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing on July the 6th? I'm watching Android Invasion from now on. It's going in my calendar every year. We'll have a glass of ginger pop. Yes. 
Yeah, oh, you know what's a great oh, set? We should go back to the village on July the 6th. Convention in East Angbourne, everyone, right. July the 6th. A hamster with a blunt to watch you. Yeah, let's all go, everyone. <laughs> right in. <laughs> We're all going. I'll put the table at the Fleur de Lis. If we don't turn up now and everyone else does, <laughs> that's going to be a bit awkward. Oh, I love this shop set. Oh, exactly, yeah. It's in for one scene. They filled it with stock. And the amount of stuff. But I suppose in the BBC's, like, prop store, stuff like this, they can easily do, rather than if this was, like, you know, Crowell Prison Cell, everyone's scratching their head a little bit. But this, it's, like, corner shop. That's yeah. probably from... Perfect. Used from something else. I don't I know. F- they've they, got, they they've do got it all, haven't these they? These domestic settings exceptionally well in the 70s. Mm. I've got to say, post-Brexit, there's more stock in that tiny shop than <laughs> yeah. you get in the largest supermarket and nowadays. Also, and my criticism a lot of Doctor Who in production terms is the lighting. It's always a little bit, a bit too bright. Well, maybe it's but a little here, bit. But no, but here, okay, yeah, it is bright in those pub scenes. But... It doesn't matter. I don't know. There's just something. It doesn't look studio to me as, as no, much. No, no, no. And there's it, a there's lot of detail about that. in, in the uh, set as well. I think... Even though it is brightly lit. The only things that look stagey are these uh, Crowl ship scenes. Mm. And those Crowl... Um, those... <laughs> is this the episode where they make the duplicate for the sole purpose of showing that they're the weak? The unit guy, yeah. And he does the dance all around the set. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> He's been an android. He's like, you know, short circuiting out. Again? No, no. Oh, I, I don't know. Whoever it else. is is getting so into the role. And then Stigron starts dancing about chasing him. <laughs> it's so funny. All you need is like... <laughs> so this, these Kral um, outfits, mm. we've mentioned it before. They turn up in, on somebody else, don't they? But I can't remember who it is. I'm sure maybe someone from Destiny of the Daleks, one of the slaves wears a Kral shroud. But there's another story... And we've done a commentary for it, I think, because I pointed it out to you. Oh, um... Go on. I can't remember what, what it is. reused props? We, no, we, you know these Kral's sort of checker, you know, these... Le- battlefield? No, there's, Three some, there's some other... Keeper of Traken? Oh, I feel it's like, like the Master's costume. That's it, the Master in Keeper of Traken has a bit of a Kral um, cloak on him, possibly. Painted black. Don't quote me on that, everyone. The, yeah, um, you did think that the... I think the, it is. I think it is. The device in Battlefield was from the time uh, Okay, I was wrong on that, but it's very similar. <laughs> oh, God. You know, they've got those sweeties and jars there. This is literally... I mean, the shop in East Angle, the real place, is much smaller than this and has less stuff. So it's kind of, kind of similar. <laughs> it's very similar, yeah, though. Yeah. Do you remember when you used to be able to go to a shop and get a quarter of bonbons and things? Oh, like in, one P and two P sweets. paper bag. In a paper bag. I'll be like, I'll have one of them. I'm such I want fart, one of them. But I really wish we could do that again. I want one of them, a little fruit salad or a mushroom or something. Oh. I want to talk about this, right? This bit where she's drinking the ginger pot, oh, right? Because one. people point at this and say, oh, it's so fucking obvious, Sarah Jones and Android. The, the whole point of this scene is to indicate to the kids that something is wrong. And sometimes you have to make things a little obvious for younger people watching. I First think time I great. watched it, I didn't realise. And I the think. way she drinks it and looks at him in a yeah. sinister way is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, we've been here. This is just long from the pub, this mm. bit outside. Did you notice Douglas Simpson had that, that weird... Device going then, you know the clock oh. and spiel. What's the thing? Isn't it? Um, you, you push it and it vibrates. It's a wooden thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, a glock. Um, no, isn't it just like a a, a long bit of wood with um, nodules know. on it, and you go nodules. <laughs> I don't know. So a bit, bit. I don't know what they are. Nodules. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If anyone could write in with the instrument that has Can nodules. Can everyone just tell us every instrument Dudley Simpson's ever used, please? Yeah. 
I think he only had a three-piece band, you know. He did do a lot of music for three people. He did. How long did he do music for? Uh, he did it. Well, so he started in Planet of Giants and he did odd bits and bobs. And then. Up to Nymon. We did stuff like Evil of the Daleks. Oh, yeah, all the way up to Nymon. He was busy. I mean, composed music like pretty much yeah. week in, week out. If I very quickly did some Dudley Simpson music, do you think you can guess which stories they're no, from? No, I, I need to actually confess I'm not the biggest Dudley Simpson fan. What about this one? No. That's not Ray of Eden. No. Oh, that's Sea of Death. Oh, there we go. That's invasion at time end of episode four when Sontarans come out. Okay, I'll stop now. Oh, look at all those just all those tins and things in the shop. Oh, here we are. So Crayford is now being used because this is where they're making the um they're using Crayfords, Crayfords, like DNA or whatever to make this other Maybe Oh, yeah. but it's look, it's a form of torture because he's he's not happy. So he's gone through it again. I, I mean, this is where you should say, "Oh, while you're at it, can you just do me eye? <laughs> can I have my eyes done?" If you're please? a fan of bondage, you know he's been tied up and now he's writhing about, going, Ugh. "Maybe that's why he's been in the cross for three years." <laughs> <laughs> look, we'll keep doing this if you don't look under that patch. All right. <laughs> oh no! Look at that. I think it's great though that the eyes is what do it, does it for me on these I'll androids. Tell you what, it turns into the a eyeballs. detailed unit soldier very quickly, mm, doesn't it? Is that the well. same thing that's in the cell chained up next to Romana in Stones of Blood? Yeah, yeah. See, there you go. So they're not above uh, reusing props mm. and things, are they? Oh, this is so great when they do the shooting around the ship. And he mm. managed—he's going to activate the hostility circuits. There we go, and then they can Beow. shoot him dead. And look, his gun yeah, is like a special goes. red light. Oh, it's an android destroyer. Android um, scrambler. Honestly, he's, he goes, I'm not going to die quietly. I'm going to get my <laughs> get my legs all up this set. And I, honestly. I think it's just these long scenes between the, the crows. But I think it picks up again in... Well, no, it picks up at the end of this episode with one of the best cliffhangers actually, of all time. The other time that they look really great is when they're on film, actually on location. That, yeah, when they, crawl, yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. do look all right. Well, the in that bit way. I like the bit where he comes up behind Tom Baker and and yeah. grabs it, the, trying to shoot that scene with you mm. in Didcot. You couldn't have, you'd never fucking clue what I was getting at. I'm going, <laughs> no, I'm going to come up behind you. <laughs> and well, you looked a bit nervous. If I'm honest. <laughs> oh, it's funny that these um, white suited boiler suity androids just sort of disappear halfway through then, don't they? And we don't really see them again. Well, yeah, because we don't need them no more. We don't yeah. need the suspense anymore. We, we, don't we know have, what's yeah, going the on. the mystery of these Auton people are done. But, I mean, I'm assuming they're just, what, unprocessed like androids? That, yeah. So they've got the same the face as the eyes as that man a minute ago, mm. but they've just got a helmet yeah. down. Oh, we're <clears> up to one of the best cliffhangers, I think. And ever, may I say, ever. I want to uh, commend Barry Letts on filming this because we recreated this cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, we and did. it took us forever going back and forth <laughs> between you and me. I had to fall down in the grass. I think it I? takes like them Sarah a while Jane. because the sun comes out halfway through this scene when they cut nearer. And oh, that's very. When you fussy. see the cl- there we go. Look, the sun's come out now. And now we're in our close-ups. And and do you know oh, what? My... When she says "get back, doctor," and the, the music goes. It's absolutely great because we haven't really had companion bad companiony 
Not for a while. For a long time. Or so. Or have we yeah. had a not like a bad duplicate we didn't have a joke with one of the regulars or for a while? And not since my robot. When uh, they had those two, uh, Jamie and Zoe. Yes, yeah, that might be the last time. And Sarah Jane with a gun, pointing at the yeah, doctor. You're like, what? I can almost believe they started the premise of this whole thing with this scene. Mm. How can we get to this scene? Well, this was an addition oh. from um, Hinchcliffe. Oh. This Terry Nation didn't come up with any of this stuff. Come on, her face falling off oh, is the it's best perfect. thing. perfect. It's brilliant. It's that moment. And... That I think, is... But I think that's what Philip Hinchcliffe really loved to do, the cliffhangers, those, those freeze frames that we had in this season as well. All the cliffhangers are so strong in this season. He understood the power It's of like the equivalent of... Yeah. He's like, right, this season, we want big cliffhangers, we want these people to come back. A bit like, I suppose, Stephen Moffat did with the, we want the movie poster titles for oh, seasons. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like that, strong like, images. Hey, this is what we want, the yeah. strong well, moments. I've only got one thing to say to you. To me... I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sarah Jane's face falling off for a whole week. For a whole week. <laughs> Who came up with that idea? Yeah. Nichols, rather. Dumb. 